When he got home, he had the matter translated into Russian and a copy of the booklet given to every railroad employee in Russia. Other countries then took it up, and from Russia it passed into Germany, France, Spain, Turkey, Hindustan, and China. During the war between Russia and Japan, every Russian soldier who went to the front was given a copy of the message to Garcia. The Japanese, finding the booklets in possession of the Russian prisoners, concluded that it must be a good thing, and accordingly translated it into Japanese. And, on an order of the Mikado, a copy was given to every man in the employ of the Japanese government, soldier or civilian. Over forty million copies of a message to Garcia have been printed. This is said to be a larger circulation than any other literary venture has ever attained during the lifetime of the author in all history, thanks to a series of lucky accidents. E. H. A Message to Garcia As the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that send him, for he refresheth the soul of his masters. Proverbs 25.13. In all this Cuban business there is one man stands out on the horizon of my memory like Mars at Perihelion. When war broke out between Spain and the United States, it was very necessary to communicate quickly with the leader of the insurgents. Garcia was somewhere in the mountain fastnesses of Cuba, no one knew where. No mail or telegraph message could reach him. The president must secure his cooperation, and quickly. What to do? Someone said to the president, There is a fellow by the name of Rowan will find Garcia for you, if anybody can. Rowan was sent for, and was given a letter to be delivered to Garcia. How the fellow by the name of Rowan took the letter, sealed it up in an oilskin pouch, strapped it over his heart, in four days landed by night off the coast of Cuba, from an open boat, disappeared into the jungle, and, in three weeks, came out on the other side of the island, having traversed a hostile country on foot, and delivered his letter to Garcia, are things I have no special desire now to tell in detail. The point that I wish to make is this. McKinley gave Rowan a letter to be delivered to Garcia. Rowan took the letter and did not ask, Where is he at? By the Eternal, there is a man whose form should be cast in deathless bronze, and the statue placed in every college of the land. It is not book-learning young men need, nor instruction about this and that, but a stiffening of the vertebrae, which will cause them to be loyal to a trust, to act promptly, concentrate their energies, do the thing, carry a message to Garcia. General Garcia is dead now but there are other Garcias. No man who has endeavored to carry out an enterprise where many hands were needed, but has been well-nigh appalled at times by the imbecility of the average man, the inability or unwillingness to concentrate on a thing and do it. Slipshot assistance, foolish inattention, dowdy indifference, and half-hearted work seem the rule and no man succeeds unless by hook or crook or threat he forces or bribes other men to assist him, or, mayhap, God in his goodness performs a miracle, 
and sends him an angel of light for an assistant. You, reader, put this matter to a test. You are sitting now in your office. Six clerks are within call. Summon any one and make this request. Please look in the encyclopedia and make a brief memorandum for me concerning the life of Corrego. Will the clerk quietly say, Yes, sir, and go do the task? On your life he will not. He will look at you out of a fishy eye and ask one or more of the following questions. Who was he? Which encyclopedia? Where is the encyclopedia? Was I hired for that? Don't you mean Bismarck? What's the matter with Charlie doing it? Is he dead? Is there any hurry? Shall I bring you the book and let you look it up yourself? What do you want to know for? And I will lay you ten to one that...